what up what up we live baby you know what it is uh as usual uh we have to go through the motions of the two minutes and i am currently finding the things that i need to say to say you know my deal uh you know well while i'm doing that you know uh lindsey's in the building shout out to lindsey uh be all you know what i'm saying see all this whole thing and again this is the issue we talk and i'm just wasting my two minutes i thought i had it pulled up i ain't even gonna lie to y'all and what happened was i didn't you know <laughs> as simple as that so i'm looking like oh, okay where are my screenshots at because i know i got it on my screenshots and i'm looking and i don't think i have it on my screenshots well bummer but uh you know what's going on lizzie how's your health how's your wealth what is popping well, um, okay how are you i can't complain you know uh living my life like it's golden i guess getting through my days uh setting some goals setting some regulations uh it's been a, a crazy couple months uh uh messed my knee up i was about to say the f word but messed my knee up so i came couldn't really uh work out and do a lot of things so i'm trying to set goals to uh get a lot of things back in motion get my body regulated you know all that but other than that just uh living like i'm supposed to but you know how you doing i'm doing well you know just basically living living the best that i can you know in these trying times okay all right i like how you word that i like how you word that really bad but you know i feel you yeah. everybody gotta do their thing but uh the two minutes is over so what's up <laughs> motherfuckers? welcome to the instant we talk my people my queens my kings my princes my princesses my if you don't want to do none of that my uh them days she's he's and what will be what's the motherfucking deal like i said this is the itch we talk i am lily Moon Pie's dad, the cool and Jay smoking, uh, uh, beer toting, bad motherfucker in the area. And again, I'm with the do all be all, though without her, this it would not be this, Lindsay. So, you know, welcome, Lindsay, again to this piece. Hello. And our rookie of the year is not here right now. She got 2711 kids and she had a. Uh, you know, to do some Easter shit, because uh, it's about that time, you know, uh, Passovers and uh, whatnot. I'm not uh, I'm not too keen on uh, holidays, so I don't know what the fuck going on. I was raised your witness, so I can't. I don't know what's going on, but I know it's for the kids, but it, it's like Jesus' resurrection or something. How about I was raised Christian and totally forgot it was Easter week. <laughs> All right, so I'm not, I'm not the only one that feels bad that way, so I I get it. I get it. Now I don't feel so bad. No, don't feel bad at all. I, you I, said that earlier. I was like, damn, it is Easter. And I was like, why do I know that? I'm like, shit, of course you don't know that shit, nigga. Yeah, I, I'm the heathen of, out the bunch. That's me. And it's Saturday. Shit, Saturday when I was a kid, you, you smelled bleach in our house because my mama made us clean up. She would have, she would, and, uh, she would encourage us to um, have company over Friday and have them spend the night. 
so they can help us clean the fuck up so we get this shit done fast. You want to go play? You want to go to the mall? Oh, y'all need to wipe these motherfucking walls down. <laughs> Dang, the finesse of it all. That is hilarious. Oh, yeah, she was a boss. Shout out to Miss Yvette, man. Real boss out here. Like, real legit boss, though. Ran a daycare for 25 years. Right. Real boss. Right. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> yeah. Finesse the shit out of it. Dang. And y'all gonna wipe them walls. That's just what it oh, is. Yeah. Like, uh, anybody uh, um, spend the night over here knew they was uh, they was cleaning up on Saturday. That was mandatory. Unless my mama went out of town. Yeah. But if my mama went out of town, everybody knew Sunday, we gonna make you clean the fuck up. Because what we not gonna do is get cussed out. Right. Right. Or get in trouble or anything like that. Yeah. That's funny. So, yeah. I never forget one time my mama came from Arkansas and uh, we had cleaned up. She was about to argue because we was barbecuing in the back when she pulled up. We was barbecuing chicken. So she was like, y'all feeding the whole world with my motherfucking food. But when she walked in the house, the house smelled like bleach. So she wasn't mad no more. Right, right, right. She wasn't mad no more. She allowed us to have our little barbecue out there. Right, right. At least I did what I had to do first. Exactly. Yeah. Excuse me. Can't be mad at all. Yeah. So I guess we can go on ahead and get into these topics. Yeah. Uh, first up, <clears throat> Cam Newton. Yeah. So the last time I checked for Cam Newton, he was quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. I know that's changed since now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Put some respect on my man's name. I don't I don't follow football. Like, okay, so who does he play for now? Uh he's currently not playing for a team. He was um with uh New England and then you know they cut him. Mm. Um so uh he's not playing for anybody right now, but he's making a lot of business moves. So I don't really think he's focused on football like that. Okay. So, so he's for the most part done. He's not going to free agent in or anything like that. Uh, I I can't say like I'm not even going to say that because you know niggas can say they done and then next year he'd been suited up somewhere. Okay. So when right was- now I know he focused on a lot of shit. He just opened up uh, a couple of uh, businesses. I know he got that restaurant in Atlanta that's that uh, supposedly popping like a motherfucker. Okay. So when was the last time he played? Um, year before last. Oh. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> yeah, I don't follow football. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but it did roll over into entertainment <clears throat> because he did a show where he made some comments, and some people um, were um, low key offended by his comments. So apparently. Um, I don't know exactly what they were talking about because I just saw the clip, but he said something about growing up in a three-parent household, which was his parents and a grandparent. And so they pretty much set the example of how a woman is supposed to act in a relationship for him. Um, He said, so he know the difference between a woman and a bad bitch. 
the person was like, so what's a bad bitch? And that's somebody that pretty much don't want to listen, don't want to let the man lead, don't know when to shut up. And some people um, were offended by that. Hmm. Especially because he put such a high pedestal on this three-parent household that he was brought up in and he had seven kids and not with none of the baby moms. So, yeah. So, in regards to his uh, comments, what are, what are your thoughts? Well, um, I actually seen the interview uh-huh. and uh, he did uh, talk about, you know, the three-parent household that he um, that he grew up in and how he does you know try to model try to model what he's seen um i i do want to correct um the when they tried to ask him what a bad bitch is what he said is you talk a lot of game but you're not really about that see what uh because what he said was a motherfucker could say she a bad bitch because she got the latest this or the latest that, but she not making no moves to maintain it. That's not, no, I'm saying that's not a woman. See, a woman does that. So I get what he was saying. I can, but at the same time, I understand how some people got offended because, you know, you can read into what he said. I didn't read into a negative, but again, I'm a guy. So sometimes when uh, I have to be enlightened, you know what I'm saying, by, by women on how they feel about how what uh dude said. But I do want to correct that you know he did try to explain himself and he did try to explain what he what he felt what a a, a woman was and what a bitch is so he wasn't because in, in that same interview he was bigging up uh good women in his life that he knew and, and queens in his life that he knew you know mm-hmm. uh, so i can't I, he wasn't like setting a stigma of you know you got to do this and you got to do this and you got to be that 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 ain't what he was uh doing he was just trying to explain what he felt a woman and a bitch was and or a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. And he said sometimes, you know, their actions don't accumulate for to, to what it actually is to be a bad or a boss bitch. Okay. So um so like, but you- like I said, I, I I get people getting offended, but at the same time, like sometimes you can't really dissect um mm-hmm what a man's thinking unless you talk to that man directly because you have to get an understanding of of what he's saying first like us hearing it and we can have our opinions and say that because we do it all the time but at the same time you like unless a nigga also fuck what these bitches talk about you gotta know what i'm saying you gotta really be like hold on let me have a sit down with him first if you have a problem with especially if you got some power and you're a woman go have a conversation with him yeah yeah, so do you feel like he was on point with what he was saying? On uh on the aspect of um some uh some of these so-called uh boss bitches don't really be boss bitches. Yeah, I, I completely get it. Cause like he said, some of these niggas be fake too. Some of these niggas do the same shit. And so I got that's the truth. A lot of these motherfuckers be fake it and they don't be making it. You know the whole story about fake it till you make it. Some of these niggas just fake it. They don't even try to make it. Okay. And, and some of these boss bitches do too. So I, I totally get what he was saying. You know, a lot of y'all don't, y'all, you know, we, y'all took the, women took the word bitch and made it a staple, like, you know, made it something that you can uh, look up to for women. 
because uh, when they call each other a boss bitch, it means something. But at the same time, if you calling yourself a boss bitch and you and you living off of this or you living off that, like you can't call yourself a boss bitch if you on Section Eight and and you only uh and you only getting child support. You ain't got no entrepreneurship in you. You ain't even trying to work. You ain't trying to go to school. You're not a boss bitch. But you, but motherfuckers call themselves boss bitches because they're getting taken care of. That's not the definition of what a boss is. Yeah. But if you want to call yourself a boss bitch, you're definitely false. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't agree with that being a boss bitch. So, so I can. I and can that's basically what he was saying. He was that that's that was what he was saying. A lot of them. Or, or not who they pretend to be. I just feel like it's the whole hypocrisy of it all because you're putting so much um, weight on this whole you coming from a three parent household and all this kind of stuff, and you and that was the example, but you're not living your life that way. So that's that for me is where I'm like, okay, like that you're not like why are we even talking about this because that's not what you're living by well so. i mean kim's not perfect though none of us is perfect he can say what an ideal woman is for him he just ain't met that ideal woman but she was ideal enough to have kids by because from what i understand he had four kids with one woman and then he cheated on that woman and had another kid i don't know where the other two come from but that's where the five come from because from what i understand one of them was somebody else's kid that he taken on and then this the seven kid i don't know about but from what i understand he was with a woman he had four kids with and then he cheated on her and we had another kid so those are his five biological so i mean correct me if i'm wrong but that's what i understand so why is it okay that you was with a woman playing house with a woman, shacking up with a woman, having kids with a woman, but she wasn't good enough to marry? Like, I where like where where's the like where did you follow the example that you're that you're talking about? Well, some some people marriage just ain't in the the cards for. Like, but you're putting such you're putting so much weight on this household that you grew up in but you didn't even try to you didn't even try but we don't know that like who's to say that like maybe what you know what i'm saying what uh what really happened is and this is just a scenario of maybe it got to a situation where you know maybe he uh she wanted to get married and he didn't or vice versa he wanted to get married she didn't and they just had an applicable split after that but that's that's fine but you have kids, you keep continually having kids with this woman. Like I can, I'll even give you, I'll even give you enough, you know, enough leeway, excuse me, if you have one or maybe two kids before and that never, you never thought about making this official quote unquote or anything like that but you're putting weight on the household that you grew up in. So I can see you being like, okay, I grew up in this household, but this ain't for me. I mean, but that, maybe that's what he aspires to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? We looking at a young man for real. But you ain't gonna continually keep making 
I wouldn't say mistake, but keep veering off to something different if this is what you wanted. Like, why would you keep continually doing something different if you're telling everybody this is what you wanted? I mean, because um, crackheads wake up every other day and say they done smoking crack and then go buy one another day. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying you right. can have a you can have a mindset of what you want to do, but you still stuck in your way in your old ways. You There's know. some niggas that like being like being crackheads, like it is, and it's some that yeah. don't. You know what I'm saying? There's some niggas that like living like him. Maybe Kim don't like living like him, and maybe he this is what he aspires for. But right now he's just living this type of life. Everybody goes through that. Everybody does go through that, but I just can't see someone continually doing that. Like, like I said, one or two kids, okay, four, and then you cheat and have another one on the side. Like, you're not following the example that you told us that was in your face that you grew up in. Martin Luther King told everybody to march for freedom, and he he put up a light about you know, and everybody thought he was a certain way, and then come to find out that nigga had holes of different area codes. He didn't march for uh he didn't march for like um a single parent household or or being celibate or but what, you know what, what I'm saying is march for equality. White people have uh side chicks, so he wanted the same thing. I don't know. Like, like, what I'm saying is marching for what I'm saying is um everybody got flaws, and just because uh his flaw is he has kids by multiple women doesn't mean that what he said uh, doesn't have merit. Because what he said definitely has merit. I'm not saying that what he's saying doesn't have merit. I'm just saying he sounds like a hypocrite. I get it, and a lot of people can say that. But I mean, I just, I, I, me, I just peeped the message of what he was trying to say. Like Jim Brown talks that, uh, you know, that strong family shit, and 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 keeping a woman. Uh, keeping a woman held as a queen and all that, and then and fat. Uh, well, rewind back to his past. He used to beat the shit out of his wife. And that's so, you know maybe it's something he's aspiring to. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. I mean, that's a hypocrite. Like Jim Brown, Jim Brown would be a hypocrite in that example as well. You know, I mean, Jim Brown has done some questionable things in in recent times so because we we're still questioning why he went and sat with trump so the same reason why cube did why who did why cube did who was cube ice cube oh i forgot he did it. yeah the same reason why cube did because it's a president if, if you go if you can make a move now for us then make the motherfucking move, my nigga. Yeah. If you can't, then let me talk to somebody to fuck you can't, that can't. Yeah. That's it. <clears throat> but when Jim Brown went and said, what what, what was he saying? He, like, from what we saw, he didn't say shit. It, Kanye spoke. Kanye, hell, Trump barely said shit, so. But nobody even, ain't nobody even tried to interview Jim Brown about what he could have said on and off camera. But he don't even look like he really talks anymore, period. So, anyway. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, see, 
That was a, that, see, you see how that seven degrees went, people? Like we went from Cam Newton all the way to Jim Brown, who are both, you know, Cam's a, a future Hall of Famer. Jim Brown is a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. So that shit went full circle. Yeah. I mean, we're not taking nothing nothing away from Jim Brown. We're just, we're questioning it. Like people question Cube, you sure. know? So, I mean, I understood. I understood once it was explained. And it made sense once it was explained. Yeah. But we we still don't know what. Well, we don't even know if Jim Brown talked. So I think he was well, just. Maybe he wrote something down and like slid it to his people. And his people like slid some other shit back. And then he just like slid back. No. That's he went about his business. That cold. He's that cold. He don't talk he to that co- He could be. We never know. There's so many people in this motherfucking business that are really the doers and, and, and the make shit happen shits. They don't say a word. Right, right. I get it. I get it. But I don't know. But I mean, the whole going back to the original topic. <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole Camden thing. I mean, he just he comes off as a hypocrite. But I mean, I'm not saying that in, that people should be perfect because I get it. People are not perfect. Me, I'm the first in line of people of the people that's not being that's not perfect, but it just it just comes off as very hypocritical because it it just doesn't look like the optics of it all. It just doesn't look like he even tried to be anything like his example. But you're putting this weight on your example. So I get it. I understand. You know. But- like I said, I just, I understood the message he was trying to uh, say. You know, mm-hmm. it might have came from the wrong person. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, it, it could have came from the wrong person. But that message has merit. Like, yeah. you can't be that type of person. Like, we all, we all seen what happens to a nigga like that. You get thrown off in the wasteland. Your kids don't respect you. Your mama don't love you. Your baby daddy hates you. Like, Yeah. I, yeah. I I I get it. Like I said, might have came from the wrong person. You might have respected that more if Shaq would have made a statement like that. Okay. Shaq got one baby mama. He did no, structure with. No, Shaq don't have one baby mama. But. I thought he only had one baby. No, he don't. I, I take that a lot back. He got two. Yeah, and one of them was a lot back. You know, at yeah. the same time, you know, two was your limit. Like, uh, like tank, uh, like tank three, three dick sucks. You know, he had two baby mamas, <laughs> so he still got married, and he take care of them. All of them got business, a business plan with him. Yeah. So on, right. on his side, he actually winning because like everybody's winning in his fa- in his family. Right. right. You fuck with Shaq, you gonna be good. Yeah. yeah. He ain't just gonna throw you money. He gonna teach you how to make money. Right. Right. He's gonna teach you how to fish instead of feeding you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So can't be mad at that. So <clears throat> that was that was Cam Newton. That was Cam. Mm-hmm. It went, <laughs> I don't know why we ended it with Shaq, but <laughs> that was Cam. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, next up is Mano. So. 
I'm sure a lot of people don't know who Mano is. <laughs> <laughs> don't do Mano like that, man. Don't disrespect Mano. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it's facts. It's no disrespect. It's facts. So Mano is East Coast <laughs> Underground whore. Yeah, nah, I ain't gonna do that. He's he's okay. Oh. Yeah, Mano is a rapper who um, started rapping when he was in jail. And um, he came out like in the late 2000s. And he had a, he had a song that caught a little bit of traction with um, T-Pain. It was called All the Above. It was all right. Um, but he had a season on Loving Hip Hop New York. Um, he also has a podcast called Kitchen Talk that actually just got picked up by Fox Soul. So, like, just got picked up by Fox Soul. So, um, he was on another podcast, Angela Lee, Angela Yee's Lip Service. And on this episode, he decided that it was appropriate to tell us about a fantasy that he has that has never been acted out but a fantasy that he has um well lip service the basis of this podcast is talking about sex or whatever so they ask the risque questions or whatnot um but mayno decided to say that he has a fantasy about being a runaway slave and having a white woman um be in the fantasy with him and be like the master's wife and they're like you know having this forbidden affair then he also said that i i guess he wanted to be whipped or something like that and he wanted to be called the n-word some bullshit and he said that the white women that he has ran across have declined to be a part of this fantasy so good for them um but of course people thought that he was fucking nuts even if you have like a weird ass fantasy like that don't get on nobody's podcast talking about no shit like that like that's never gonna go over well um then of course you know the internet took it and ran with it then he decides to excuse me he decides to um do a video with jim jones who also had an issue (laughs) with something he said on angela yee's podcast um a while ago but they did a video and he was just like niggas can't take a joke niggas can't take a joke like motherfucker he was not joking just like how Jim Jones wasn't joking when he said what he said on that podcast. So I'm going to need y'all to quit playing with people's intelligence. Um, and then it's twisted. It's very twisted. I don't know why. I don't know why that would be a fantasy. Like when did slavery become like sexual cosplay? I don't understand. But <laughs> what are your thoughts about this <laughs> stupid ass uh, sexual cosplay. <laughs> well, first and foremost, before I begin my rant, <laughs> I would like to say that uh, me as a man, as a man of color, 
um, who I cannot say this without being disrespectful. Dolph, that was the most coonish ass fuckery I've ever heard on a fucking podcast. Um, shit, Mano. Uh, dude, we all know who you are. You a you you a, you a, a guy that like you know you got a little bit of buzz. You know what I'm saying from rapping, but your main shit is to you know what I'm saying. Say some shit. You know what I'm saying. To, you know, be the nigga that you know what I'm saying. Say some weird shit. Go. You know what I'm saying. Or, or be a part of a weird situation. Like this is what's giving you your merit out here now. Uh, I definitely don't think it was a joke. I for a fact know it's uh it's it's a niche of this. I don't know when it started. I don't know how it started. But I know it's it's some weird ass niggas in the world that really like to fuck bi- uh, white bitches and have them bitches call them niggers and all sorts of shit. It is a niche. You can Pornhub this shit. It's 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 titles where motherfuckers be like, took this Confederate bitch home, fucked her and beat up her uh, her uh, baby daddy. Like weird shit. Mm. Why is that sexual? I have no idea. What I'm saying is. My nigga, you should have never told nobody that shit. Let's get on what you said, which which, to me just demeans you as a nigga. You said you got this fantasy that, and I quote, yeah, I just got whipped by the master. And, you know, I I, I sneak into to master's uh, 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 house and, and you know, I, I mess with the with the master's wife and she like, you know, we ain't supposed to do this. And I'm like, oh yeah, master ain't here. Like you, you, in your head, you built this whole scenario. Did what you want to do to these one motherfucking women and shout out to these white women that looked at this thing and said, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> right. Are you fucking they're crazy. They're like, the it, 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 those white women really do like black dick and they're not gonna do nothing to jeopardize they black dick like cause I ain't gonna get no more if this shit come out. Okay. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, are you crazy? You fucking insane. Like at that moment, ladies, and I don't know who y'all are ladies, but if y'all ever hear this podcast, y'all had every right to look at him and say, nigga, what? And walk out that motherfucker. Like, there's no way. And then the other scenario was, yeah, I wanted her to like tie me up and whip me and like call me a nigger. Like, why does your dick get hard for that, bro? Like, let's get on some deep rooted meaning of that. Like, if you want to be dominated, just say you want to be dominated, my nigga. She ain't got to call you a a nigger and and whip you. Like, unless you like to get whipped, I know niggas who do that shit. That's cool, but you don't have to take it back to slavery. Right. Like leave slavery out of this. Yeah, like, like let's just not do it. Let's be like the Germans when motherfuckers talk about Nazis in Germany and they like, we don't even talk about that shit. Like in Cheto, we don't talk about Bruno. If you go to Germany and bring up Nazis, they'll be like, huh, we don't do that. We right. don't do that, my nigga. Can you imagine if a if a Jewish person got on a podcast and said, This is what I want to do as a fantasy? is I want to be escaping Nazi Germany. Like, what? Do you know how many people would come out and protest? Not only the person that said it, but the whole podcast. Like, they, the Jewish community does not play around with that shit, whether you're trying to be funny or not. But 
he's he's still around. I bet you Fox he his um his contract with Fox Soul is not in jeopardy. It's not. Yeah. I mean, it's one of them things where you got to be. I, I hate to say it like that because you know he said it's just a sexual fantasy. These are things you need to keep to yourself. Yeah. You don't never spoke. Even if that is your true fantasy, Mano, you should have lied and been like, I just want to have like five, six bitches in the room, you know, one time. You know what I'm saying? They like make up some mediocre rap shit before you get into this deep trauma that you that you've been through because you done been to prison and you done did all this shit. So all that's deep rooted somewhere, my nigga. You got a fantasy about being caged. Yeah. And ex- and, and escaping a cage. At the same time, you still got to know that that's morbid as fuck, my dude. I don't give a fuck how y'all look at it. You can motherfuckers can say it's a joke and all that. But that joke, it triggered a lot of people. It didn't trigger me, but I was just like, damn, that's some coon-ass fantasy. I ain't saying Mano a coon, but that's a coon-ass fantasy. Yeah. Um, it didn't trigger It didn't trigger me because uh, I don't. I've never been uh, a slave, so it wouldn't trigger me in that manner, but it, I mean, I already, like, like, Mano is just somebody just off to the side, like, eh, whatever, but now you really looking at him with the side eye, like, nigga, what? And then the way that it came out, like, he wanted to say it so bad. But he tried to play that role like, oh, I don't know if I should say it. And you know. I I I mean, I shouldn't say this. I know. You know what the fuck was going to happen. Exactly. Like, when you you do that, you just want somebody to be like, no. And we fall for debate every time because now we want to know how fucked up your your thoughts really are. You know? But. Mayno wanted to know if he had real fans or not because, trust me, if Mayno had, if Mayno had like a real backing behind him, it would have been motherfuckers like, hell yeah, boy, I love that type shit. Mano, you ain't got nobody that's gonna back you on that. But that I don't I don't think I don't think the ones with the diehards will be like, I don't I don't think a Jay-Z could say some shit like that and motherfuckers would be like, yeah, I thought about that once or twice. That's a bit too far. Well, Jay-Z ain't never gonna say nothing like that. I'm just saying Mano thought he had a little bit more of a buzz than he, you know what I'm saying, than he do. Cause like I can guarantee you. On some weird shit, if Joe Budden would have said some dumb shit like that, it's a bunch of niggas that that would have ride that, that ride on that because they they ride on a lot of idiotic shit that niggas say anyway. Like yeah, man, you ain't got that many fans though. No, especially not outside of the tri-state. Like yeah. we don't talk about Mano. Mano couldn't sell out a show here. Like yeah. not even not even trying to be funny, just being real. Shout out to Mano. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I, but I would uh I would gladly pay for a Red Cafe uh concert than I would a Mano's. And if y'all if y'all don't know who Red Cafe is, my nigga look them up. But they came they came out around the same time. Mm. So you wanna you wanna let's just go in here and make a left. You wanna talk about a concert? <clears throat> yeah, let's do it. I'm a little in my feelings about this. Oh, okay. So we were supposed to have a concert happen on April 29th. Mm-hmm. It was posted. It was initially called Legends Let Never Die. It was supposed to be Bone Thugs and uh, Three Six Mafia, and 
the No Limit Soldiers. Then Three Six Mafia uh, backed out. They're going to a festival. So it was going to be Masterpiece Birthday Bash. How about I got an email yesterday saying that it's canceled. I'm so mad. So mad. So mad. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so I'm 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 in my feelings. So yeah. So my month is fucked up. I feel I feel really bad. So I tried to like try to figure out what was going on. Um I got in a couple of groups, posted the shit, and was just asking what happened. Um from what I understand. Um, there's two there's two reasons. One of them is low ticket sales because I guess people are like buying tickets at the very last minute and they don't want to take that risk. So you have to sell a certain amount um, a couple of weeks before the event. And if you don't hit that number, then they cancel it all together. Another one is uh, there was an R&B fest that happened a couple of weeks ago that got horrible reviews and it was mainly issues that should have been non-issues that the promoters are supposed to handle um so they were saying that if it was the same promoter because of the horrible reviews they probably just backed out of this like the the uh, performers probably heard about what happened and they backed out because it was at the same venue so um but yeah at the r&b fest like i saw a couple of people on my news feed on facebook you know taking pictures getting ready for it but then i saw nothing about the concert during the concert or after i just saw people like getting ready so then um in a group that i'm in they uh excuse me they posted a whole bunch of people's comments about how horrible it was and they were detailed and they all like matched so yeah so i feel some type of way about that because like we've been knowing about this concert since january so now that's a um for, for all the promoters that uh can hear a snippet of this podcast or listen to this podcast you got to stop trying to uh, undercut prices. I don't know what happened, but I know from uh, what I heard about the R&B uh, Fest, the sound was terrible. And, like, you can say that. You you can, you can easily rectify that with, with a couple of extra grand. Like, stop opting out for, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the cheapest approach to get somebody here. And the mortal words of uh, my nigga Bum B, he said, if you – if you want UGK down there, but you plotting between a $500 sound system and a $1,000 sound system, just don't invite us. Because you know what I'm saying? Because if you want us to be quality, you already know what the fuck to pay for. Right. Right. And that makes sense. Um, yeah, I was, I was at the same venue at the beginning of March for a blues concert. And the sound was perfect. The sound was freaking perfect. Matter of fact, I saw your sister down there. <laughs> uh. So, um, 
Yeah, so it ha- so it it does definitely fall on the promoters because the promoters are supposed to get the people together um, as far as who they hire to do the sound and all that kind of stuff. Um, then on top of that, uh, from what I understood, they had uh, they had horrible sound. Um, they didn't have security. They didn't have ushers. It was stupid long lines for the um, liquor and the food. Um, they weren't ready. When they finally opened the doors, they weren't ready. They had a whole bunch of opening acts that were whack. Um, they were waiting in between people, and then the sound was terrible. They was waiting, like, a long time in between people. Like, the doors opened at, like, 6, but they let out at, like, 12-something. Yeah. So, and then um, I think they said that Ja Rule walked off the stage because the sound was so terrible. So, yeah. If it was the same promoters, then I understand why people was like, man, fuck them. Yeah. So, that's the part that sucks. But just a couple hundred dollars, man, for that sound shit. I ain't going to say I know the, the full price of it. But when you know you're doing a concert, like, it's a difference when you, you know what I'm saying, when you're starting off and you're doing a concert for, like, Boulevard Nights or, uh, or uh, uh, damn, what's the uh, what's the little spot on uh, on Westport? Uh, whatever. All these little, the, the little venues, it's a difference. When you start doing something real, like, in a big venue, man, that sound got to be right. You cannot have no type of muffles or nothing. I'd have been to say uh, I'd have been to concerts where motherfuckers have threw the mic because they sound terrible, mm-hmm. and they apologize to the crowd. Right, like so I know, like, hey man, just pay for this, pay a little extra because not only are you pissing off the artist, now the audience don't want to fuck with you no more. Right, and that's the thing because it falls back no matter what's going on. It nine times out of ten falls back on the artist, and the artist can have nothing to do with what's going on. You know what I'm saying? It could be everything but the artist. Like the artist came to do a job and they was more than capable to do the job, but everything around them to do the job fucked up. You know, so so I totally get it. It just sucks. Yeah. It just really sucks. Swerve that back onto the topic, man. Yeah. <laughs> get your get your sound right, promoters. Get to um spend a little extra on um you know ushers and it don't cost a lot to get security. I know that for a fact. Not, yeah. not when you're doing it on a big scale like that. The more you buy, man, it, it's not that much. Right, right. And you know it was charging, so yeah. And then you can get police to do it. Right. Like that's, that's the thing. You you can get police to do it because they make more that way. They it's, some police officers have contracts like that. Right. But they'll do it here and you know they'll and they charge this much. Right. Cause you can get a handful of off duty police officers and no security. And people gonna act right just on the strength that police are there. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause they know they can call their niggas. Right. That's just like if you got a bunch of crips down there in the crip neighborhood, you might want to be on your best behavior. Cause they can call the fucking neighborhood, my nigga. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So mm-hmm. Really sucks, but what can we do at this point? 
<clears throat> I got to the promoter though, man. Look, <laughs> you all, everybody failed one. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got a moment of failure. You just got to snap. You know what I'm saying? Next time you do something, you got to make it right. That's that's it. That's all. Shout yeah. out to you for being a Kansas City promoter and like you know getting, uh, you know, headliners down here. Like we can talk that bullshit about who uh who was on the R and B fest. But ain't no regular smoke just calling up John ja Rule to come down here, my nigga. So that has merit in itself. Yeah, true. And then he still was going off of the momentum from the verses. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So I get it. Should have had your shit right. I would have. I ain't gonna lie. I, one of my uh, one of my goals uh, is to meet niggas that I like growing up. Ja Rule one up. And I'm gonna be like a kid in the candy store. I ain't gonna like touch him or nothing, but I'm gonna ask him like, bro, can I take a picture? Cause like I need this for my wall for the rest of my life. I don't give a fuck if whoever who, who don't like you. My froggy ass voice, you saved my life. <laughs> Nigga, you saved my life. Right. He's going around every done. He's like, shit. Shit. <laughs> I was sick all day until DMX and John Rule came out. And they like, damn, niggas really talk like that. And I'm like, yes, I am here. <laughs> Feel me, love me. Right? Yeah, bitch, I'm me. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never tried to sound like them niggas. This is how my voice is. Right. Every done, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it been you and I, Tim for a Tim and the I for I. Oh, that's funny. So, yeah. Um, Mano, go to therapy. Work that shit out. Yeah, yeah. figure that out, bro. Like, that ain't, that I, ain't I, nobody can condone that. And it's funny you got. He got on there with like Jim Jones because like that's not saving your grace. Like saying it was a joke in front of a nigga, Jim Jones. And both of y'all have said the wrong thing on this show. On the exact same show. That's what makes it so bad. Like Angela Yee be bringing out the bullshit in people. Like she really do. Cause you know, she was the one that was interviewing August Alcina. So, you know, she popped off the gangster shit. Like, yeah. Y'all fall for that shit every time. And shout out to Angela Yee because she is an awesome interviewer because she be getting that shit cracking. So, um. Damn, I forgot who it was. It's some nigga that don't like her. He called her Angela, uh, Angela something like An- Angela Yeast or Angela Skeeter. I forgot. It was a couple years ago, though. It was, they was trying to call her a whore for having lip service. And I'm like, because all that bitch talk about is that nasty shit. I was like, damn, niggas is. Well, that's well, the point. Of the what the fuck? Like, let that bitch breathe. Right. Like, podcasts, certain podcasts have a specific niche, and that's that's that one, you know? And she's trying to normalize talking, I mean, being okay and talking about your sexuality, especially coming from a woman's standpoint. Like, I mean, I it ain't nothing that I necessarily would listen to on a weekly basis, but I'm not going to hate on the lady, you know? Let's see, yeah. And that, that, that's me. I'm like, this is not nothing. This is nothing that I like. Will subscribe to or something that I need, but I'm just me. Yeah, it's somebody in the world that needs that. Right, right. It's entertainment for them, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, you have you have your you have your certain podcasts that that are have the purpose for certain things, and that's fine. But uh, but yeah, but you ain't gotta hate on the lady for having that. Yeah. Podcast. 
I gotta remember what he said. He was like Angela Ski to Angela Yee. Like he was like really like digging into her. And I was like, damn, like he must have tried to get some pussy. Like, I be thinking like if you if you like semi famous in the same circles and you start talking bad about him, mm-hmm. if you a dude, and I hate to say that because I'm a dude, but it, it just sounds like you didn't you, you tried to get some pussy and she turned you down. That's definitely what it sounds like. It's not even worth it. Like it's so much money in, you know what I'm saying, in this game. You know what I'm saying? You can be rich and never have to mention Angela a day in your life. Mm-hmm. Or you can be broke and never have to mention Angela a day in your life because she's fucking rich. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I'm saying? It's like you it just just move on. Like you doing that and it goes nowhere. Cause like now I don't even remember who fucking said it. I remember what was said, but I don't even remember your name. Right, right, and then you're talking about Angela Yee, and it's no shout out, it's no diss to you. Shout out to whoever you is. I'm just forgetting your name at the time, but I do know the statement you made, and that was a hater ass statement. Like nobody knows what this lady do. This lady could be at home every day by herself, uh, celibate, thinking about reading books. <laughs> Not even sex don't even fathom her mind until she clock in. Right, right. Leave it alone, shit. We all bigged up Dr. Ruth, but but don't nobody want to big up Angela Yee. That's the crazy part. That's the crazy part. Yeah, Dr. Ruth was a thousand years old, and you still listen to that bitch talk about sucking dick. Yeah. But you got a problem with Angela Yee? Right. And she got very explicit. Yeah. She used a lot of big words in Latin terms, but. And Angela Yee's still fuckable. Dr. Ruth wasn't fuckable at the time. <laughs> Dries us hair. Speaking of Dr. Ruth, is she still with us? I have no idea, but that bitch was so old she got uh spit on her pussy to piss. Oh wow. That's tough. That's old. That that's very old. You're right. Let's see. Dr. Ruth. She's German. Okay. She is 93 years old. 93. Yeah. And we can tell you how to suck dick better than the nastiest hoe you ever met in your life. Yeah. Probably nastier than the lady that taught taught the grapefruit technique. Oh, she probably way nastier than her. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. She German. She she done been on some whole uh submissive shit. You know, they 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 made that shit popular. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get off. Of, we're gonna get off Doctor Ruth. <laughs> we're gonna get off of her. Why so. <laughs> Yeah, she's doing the Lord's work. Bless her soul. One nut at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay, so yeah, Mano, get help. Next, talk to, uh, talk to Doctor Ruth, my nigga. <laughs> right. She'll help you work this shit out. So next up <clears throat> is this um, Toby Abu Feli situation. Yeah. Um, basically, what the situation is is that this young man was dating this um, white woman, which it, it'll be relevant in a second. Um, he was a black man dating a white woman, and he. Uh, he was murdered by her a few days ago. 
And so there's pictures of her in their condo, of her covered in blood. Um, she doesn't look like she was beat up or anything like that. She just looks like she's covered in blood. Um, the police took her down um, to the precinct. No, she stabbed them, so that's why it was so bloody. But um, they, she was taken to the precinct. I think she was on a mental hold at one point, but they ended up uh, releasing her. Saying, mm -hmm. Will we say any further? She was allegedly on a mental hold because allegedly. Okay. while she was on, uh, while she was supposedly on this mental hold, they got footage of her at a, a hotel with her daddy. Oh, that was after she was released. She, oh, oh, that was after she got released. Yeah, that was after. Because I know the the footage I seen, the lady was like, "Ain't you supposed to be on a like?" Ain't you supposed to be on a mental hole? Like, why Why are you, you seem like you're having a good ass time to me. Right. Yeah. That was after she was released. Okay. Okay. My bad. Um, so, yeah. So, she um, was uh, allegedly on this hole, but they were they took her to the precinct. Then she was there for probably like 48 hours. Maybe less. Um, she was released. They were trying to say that it was self-defense. And then, um, of course, word got out that this situation happened. She's um, kind of popular because she is a OnlyFans model, quote-unquote quote model. And so um, she was spotted at a bar in a hotel, I think. And they recorded confronting her, saying, hey, you look fine. You're, you're not going crazy. What are you doing here? You just killed your uh, boyfriend, why are you here? And so they ended, she ended up leaving, of course. But um, since this incident happened, uh, their friends came out because they were trying to they were trying to paint him as this woman beater. And so their friends came out and was like, he has never done anything of the sort to her. Why are y'all saying this? There's no way that he was a woman beater. Um, of course, there is someone that went through his tweets and found some tweets where apparently he was in high school at the time, but you know, they were his tweets nonetheless, his thoughts. You pretty much know how you're thinking in the high school, so. Who cares about if you're in high school or not? Um, especially when it comes to this. He had a whole lot of disparaging things to say about black women. About us degrading ourselves and how somebody thought that he dated black women and how I think he said something about like white boobs look better than black boobs. He said it's a whole lot of tweets that were negative against black women which if you if if your type if your preference is white women fine however you ain't gotta downplay somebody else to big up your type that that's a problem um so because it is and we all know the people that be on the front lines protesting are black women that's a known fact However, because of these de of these degrading tweets against black women, the general consensus when I went to the meeting is that black women we're not gonna uh, 
we're not going to protest this one. We're going to sit this one out. We're going to let the white girls that he loves so much protest. So his family came out and was like, black people really need your help. Um, this is not right. Um, can we just ignore the fact that he put out these tweets and can we get y'all help? Me personally, I'm going to sit this one out. So, Lily, what are your thoughts? Huh. <laughs> okay. Let me prepare myself. Because <laughs> I don't know what type of backlash I'm going to get for Sanders. Okay. But I'm going to say it anyway. Because mm-hmm. that's what we do, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, um, to the family of uh, Christian, because his name is Christian. His first name is Christian. Yeah, Christian. His family. Yeah. Um, and you're right. Um, yeah, we should stand up to this because this is a uh, this is a murder case that is that is being totally like uh, what's the word a uh, bamboozle. This is a murder case that's being bamboozled. So yeah, we we should stand up for this. Uh, at the same time, the family of Christian and the friends and everybody that um, says that we have to overlook what he said. I'm going to have to um, humbly disagree with you because, you know, when the fuck has it been a situation where, uh, black women and again this is just my opinion when has it been a situation where black women have been in a um a ordeal where someone who downplayed them stuck up for them when have it ever it don't matter if it was years ago last year last month last week and in the past hour when has it ever been a situation where a black woman gets murdered and a motherfucker that tweeted about how bad black women was protested for that black woman. It's never been. So you shouldn't expect that. That shit that came out. Um, yeah, he was 17, but he was 28 when he got murdered. So he still had those, those that, that mentality. Right. What we need to look at as black people is are we going to make it the stigma of the black woman or are we going to make it uh, being what it is, an uh, unjust murder? So, like, let's not do that. And because if, it's, it, it, because if we all look at it as an unjust murder, yeah, you can protest and you can make the moves you want to move, and that still doesn't have to include the black women that he tried to talk about. That's just my opinion. I, I think, yeah, people should rally for it. I think people, we should really talk about that. She really needs to go to uh, jail. Uh, um, Well, I can't say jail, but she really needs to get charged for murder and let that play out the way it is. Do I think every black woman should jump up for Christian? Fuck no. Because he didn't jump up for you. It it shows. 
Like, but you know, it, it, it's funny how uh, sometimes you, uh, it's, it's like the old sayings we grew up with where uh, it was a, the, the spider that, uh, the spider that wandered across the uh, river and he jumped on the motherfucking uh, turtle's back or the rabbit's but whatever it was, and the motherfucker took him across the river and then bit him, and he was like, why would you do that? That's my fucking nature. You did this to yourself, bro. I hate to say it like that because God bless the dead. Mm-hmm. But you you did that. You put them in high regards, and those people stabbed you in the back. And I can't say um, that this ain't something that, that's, uh, that's new because it's not. I watched my uncle love the shit out of white lady, watch that lady cheat on him, and then watch that lady take everything from him. That nigga lost his job and everything because she went fully white on him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I got a problem with uh, with the situation. When you say fully white, what do you mean? Oh, I mean that uh, she made sure that she could take everything from him. At the time, my my, uh, my uncle was in great uh, regards with the school system on the Kansas side. He was a principal. He was doing everything. Uh, he knew the superintendents. He knew all that. Uh, she ended up cheating on him and then started saying negative things about him to those people and making him look like he was a risk. Mm. And, that, and that killed his career. He lost his job. Because she she did that, and then she did it in such a way where she nitpicked with him. So when he did uh, explode, she recorded it. Mm. Like I watched this shit happen to my uncle. Yeah. Shout out to my uncle. He he bossed up. He a boss now, like real boss. But he had to go through. He he had to go through some problems. Right. And my uncle was also one of those people. I'm gonna keep it 100, and I can have him on the show. He'll tell you. He was also one of those people that liked that his preference was white women. He didn't like black women. He didn't like the way they talked. He didn't like the way they acted. Now he loved them. Now he loved black women. You know, because they say what they say and they and they do what they do and they real. He didn't he didn't figure that out when he was younger though. But he had to go through something to learn how to appreciate exactly. it. Exactly. And and young Christian, he had to he had to die. Yeah. I hate to say it like that. Like I said, whatever I say, I know people gonna hold against it, but Sometimes you cannot do that. Sometimes you can't keep rubbing a motherfucker back that you know don't like him. Don't uh, don't like you. Yeah. It's like the head nigga in the house. You know you still gonna get whooped too. Why you keep on, you know what I'm saying, jeffing with these motherfuckers? Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean it sucks. And I understand the family saying what they say. Cause I mean at this point. If they can get whoever to rally for them to get justice for their loved one, by all means, you know, I would probably do the same thing too. Like, hey, like, forget about that. I need you now. We need help. Now. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't pay attention to that. That's old stuff. Talk about now. Like, I I get all that wholeheartedly, and prayers for that family because that's fucked up. Exactly. However, this is the most you're going to get out of me is talking about it on this podcast. I'm not posting nothing because, like you said, I'm sure, I'm so sure 
that man did not post anything about Breonna Taylor when all that shit was popping off. You know what I'm saying? He probably was on the police side. He probably was like, what did she do? You know? They would have was- found it already. Yeah. They yeah. would have found it already. That's, that's right. what I'm saying. Like, he he would have tried to villainize her. He, he would have definitely tried yeah. to villainize her. So, um, he at at seventeen, you like what you like, and at twenty eight, you're still thinking around what your type is at seventeen. So him being seventeen and him being twenty that twenty eight, that that holds no that that holds no weight for me. Like you're still thinking the same thing. Now you probably got wiser and stopped posting about the shit, and they had to go back to when you were seventeen to find the shit. But it was a lot of shit that you said, and I'm cool, you know. R.I.P. Because at exactly. the end of the day, you don't deserve to lose your life, and that girl does need to be arrested because when you look at the pictures of her, all she is is bloody. Like ain't it ain't no it ain't no marks, no bruises, no nothing on that bitch. Like she she should definitely be arrested, but. Will I be talking about justice for Christian, justice for Toby, justice, put that bitch in jail? Will I be posting about that shit? Absolutely not. Like I said, the most you're going to get out of me is talking about it right now. And we ain't even talking about her going to jail. We're talking about the fuck you said. <laughs> like, God bless the dead. I don't want to I don't want to be that kind, but. Right. My dude, it kind of sounds like you set yourself up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and I mean, and it goes back, it goes back to what we've been saying for years. Like, like who you like, love who you love. That ain't the that ain't the point. Like some for some people, it is the point, but for the majority of us, that ain't the point. The point is, you don't have to down us to love who you want to love. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. Cause I don't give a fuck about who you want to love. I don't want you. Like you loving whoever you want to love ain't gonna change the way that I get paid. So I could care less. But you ain't got you ain't gotta uh you ain't gotta be rude to me and down me to big up her. At that point, fuck you and her. Yeah, that's the. I think that's the basis. I get what his family's trying to do. But the truth of the matter is, you can't help a house nigga. You really can't. Like, I, I, and, and I hate to, I hate to be that kind. And like I said, whatever controversy we get from this, this these are my thoughts. This ain't the thoughts of the show. But my thoughts are, you can't help every house nigga. Let me say that. And his tweets proved that he was a house nigga. And so certain things happen to house niggas and us field niggas be like, oh, and we'll, we'll pay our respects and we'll bury him like he a man, but we ain't going to talk about him no motherfucking more. Right. And so like, I think that's what it's supposed to be. Like she deserves to have a murder trial for it. Whatever happens. Hey man, I'm, it is what it is just because you did. And I, and I hate to say it like that because, a lot of niggas be be uh, 
be talking about me that, that my niggas that, that listen to the show, they be like, man, you always be acting like you siding with the women. I don't do nothing. I, I, I'm not siding with the women. I'm being equally fair mm-hmm. when I say, when is a nigga who has been anti-black woman stood up for a black woman? Yeah. So if, if that's the case, then what the fuck do you expect him to do? Yeah. Like, for real, like, what the fuck? That's just like if you had a slumlord of a, uh, of a fucking landlord and then you found out his house got flooded. Fuck him. Right. Right. Like, you know, we ain't about to, oh, he's so good to us. Girl, my wall been breaking down for two years, bitch. Right. I'm not about to help you move shit out of your basement. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's on you. You shouldn't expect it. Now, a nigga like me, yeah, you expect me to be out there. Mm-hmm. You don't expect, you don't expect Lindsay to be out there. You damn sure shouldn't expect my girl Jasmine to be out there, cause she gonna be like, I, hey, I'm gonna pray for his family. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'll say my seances to the moon, spread my sage, and that's what it is. She gonna leave it for what it was. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not posting. I'm not breaking no sleep. I'm not protesting. I'm not doing shit. The most, like I said, the most I'm gonna do is talk about it on the podcast. If we talking about the shit that that man did, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, it's, I mean, it sounds straight up like something that should be protested, but it does. But it also sounds like you reap what you sow. Yeah, right. Because them people that you put on such a high regard, such a big ass pedestal, are the same motherfuckers that unfortunately had you meet your demise they putting you in the dirt and leaving your fucking uh uh killer a free woman mm-hmm. absolutely, like, absolutely. Dogs, I, it, they, they fuck around and have her shining knives like they did zimmer yeah so she gonna go on ahead and live her life and when she finally decides to settle down or whatever it ain't gonna be with you because she killed your ass how's she gonna get another coon she like black dick yeah she already said that right she was on a podcast talking about that she only dates rich black men and the killer part about it she don't even need that money she she clears over a million on only fans yeah oh she gonna get her another sucker and she gonna go on about her business and that's the killer part because now she got a body on her and they still gonna be lining up. Oh yeah. Oh coon ass niggas don't oh coon ass niggas don't give a fuck about that. They glad that nigga out the way. Right. Because if to, in order to be a coon, the first thing you need to do is be a hater. So these coon ass niggas can't they cool with that. They yeah. hating on that fuck that nigga. That nigga shouldn't have did this and shouldn't have did that. Right. Right. When I look, feel like she killed him in his sleep. So, cause that man, he was like six something. He was a he was a solid dude. Like, there's no way that she could have did that and not had a fight, unless he was asleep or she caught him off guard. Even so. when she caught, if she caught him off guard, she would have uh, defensive wounds. She don't have any defensive wounds. Right, her ass was asleep. Or his ass was asleep, so yeah, she she did that shit, but R.I.P. 
<laughs> Moving on. Um, yeah, 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 Mayweather. Yeah, Mayweather. Um, Yaya Mayweather, who is the daughter of um Floyd Mayweather, and the baby mama to NBA Youngboy. Um, a couple years ago, she was with NBA Youngboy, and she caught him with his baby mama in his in her, his house. So she ended up having, I guess, an altercation with the baby mama to where she stabbed her, fucked her arm up. I'm talking about shook her fucking arm to where her arm is damn near mechanical. Um, She got arrested for it. She got charged with it. The charge or or the, the time that she was facing was like 20 years for the shit. Of course, because she has rich privilege and her dad has celebrity privilege, um, she put in a guilty plea finally. Um, Oh, within this time, since that situation, she also became a baby mama of his and had a baby and yeah. Um, So now recently, she has put in a guilty plea and she got like six months probation or some shit. She's not going to serve any jail time. Um, and once everything that they gave her is completed, her record's going to be expunged. So, yeah. Shout out to having a rich dad. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what are your thoughts behind this? <laughs> Like I told you when we was pre-gaming, man, my thoughts are quick, simple, and easy. Shout out to having a rich dad um, because your little ass would have been in jail if I was your daddy. Jail, jail, like under the jail. I'm not putting up the house. I'm not doing none of that. Yeah. Like, you running around fighting over dick. You're going to have to figure out uh, what happens when you fight over dick. I am, I am not going to bat for that, but I'm not a rich man. But I'm just saying, even if I was a rich man, that's not my bag. I'm not doing that. If that's the case, you want me to start slapping this little boy around for real? I am Floyd motherfucking Mayweather. It ain't like the nigga gonna have to shoot me because he's not. He, he ain't nothing, and I'm a professional boxer. <laughs> you know, like right. the nigga would have to literally shoot me. Yeah. So like that, that's what unless I'm slapping the shit out of little boys running around this motherfucker, I'm not going to bat for you fighting over dick. Yeah. I'm not doing that. That little girl would have been that you're gonna come out of a millionaire regardless, you're my fucking daughter. You're gonna at least go three years. Yeah. Little heifer, that's assault. So deadly weapon. Yeah. Right. So if you were Floyd, you know. You wouldn't have put no money up for her to get the um, sentence that she got. No, I give her good lawyers, but I would uh, I would make sure she understood the severity of what she did. Okay. You know, so just because you got to look at it. If she got six months probation, um, especially with the lawyers they got, uh, depending on uh, when the trial started and all that, and they do 
and 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 they run the t- uh, run Tom Kikurin, uh by the time what uh, August hit, this bitch could be off probation. Yeah, and she could be right back to some fuck shit. She already be stalking a nigga. She yeah. got away from stabbing a bitch. She could definitely shoot a bitch. Yeah, she's got to know the severity of her actions. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I mean, but we don't know what kind of conversations they had, you know, in regards to how severe it is. But from what we can tell, that this shit ain't been took seriously. Exactly. Um, especially given the fact that after the shit happened, you turn around and get pregnant by the dude. What? Why are you still with this man? This man is about to have you in jail. Even though he didn't tell you to do it, but it's behind him that he's about to legit have you in jail. Like, that's not cool. And you, you like, you just hit 20. Like, what? And And then on top of that, you messing with a man that got all these damn kids got a disease he can't get rid of that he can pass on to you and you doing all of this for him at 20 like that shit didn't that shit wasn't cool that shit wasn't cool at all so yeah yeah Yeah. like what are y'all and then i watched somebody and they was talking about it and they was just like you know your mama out here trying to be a hot girl and then your daddy is Mayweather. So you really ain't learning too much of nothing in the house. Nah. Like, definitely have a point. Like, you can't even argue that point because, I mean, when you look at where where she coming from, like, they look like they condone that shit. They look like that shit is cute. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, you hear, um, cause I, watch, I, I watch a lot of Floyd interviews and he, um, he mentions a lot about his kids and he, Talks about how, you know, he tries to uh, talk to his kids about, you know, uh, wealth and ge- uh, generational wealth and wealth after him. And it's like, you could teach that all the time, but at the same time, like, you got to sit down and just talk to them about life mm-hmm. and, like, what life can bring to you. Like, yeah, we get it. They got money, but that money ain't going to solve everything. Right. You can see right now, it's definitely not um, helping her with her upbringing. Exactly. Exactly. You know, hate to say it like that, and 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 shout out to Floyd Mayweather and his family because y'all are on a status that I can only dream to be at this moment. At the same time, though, you got to understand that the behavior that you're that you're displaying with your children and the way that your children are d- displaying their behavior. Is the same equivalent of an absentee father. Mm-hmm. Like right. she's moving like that because she she's chasing a dude that is horrible for her. And the only way only reason why she's doing that is from what she's seen growing up. Either you wasn't there or you was a piece of shit when you was there, my nigga. Let's just keep it more on it. You could uh, you could buy her everything in the world. But if you didn't just spend five minutes with her telling her how pretty she is, that shit's effective. Right. 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 Because, I mean, you pretty much raised the bird. You know. 
And that's the part that sucks. And and that's and that's what's so funny because you you equate that to somebody that ain't well off and they're well off and she still is a bird. So it's just like I don't know. I don't know. I mean, hopefully coming this close to jail, this will have her turn her life around, especially given the fact that she is a mother. Um, But yeah, I saw the video back when, around this time when it happened, that girl that um, she, that she stabbed, she was showing this device that she had to put on her arm to even make her arm do simple functions. And I was like, that girl really fucked her up. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Like, she hit something. And you get six months probation for that. You get six months. I would be so pissed. So pissed. You know. So. I don't know. If I was Floyd, I would make her... if I was her daddy, and I know I'm a, you know, fight for my kid and not have my kid go to jail, she gets six months probation. But that six months, whatever earnings you have, I'm gonna make it clear we're gonna have to talk to the lawyers and all that. Cause you're gonna at least give that to her. Yeah. Have her pay some type of restitution. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Yeah. She gotta feel it. Like this, she's not feeling six months probation and, and some community service. She's right. not shit. You know what I'm saying? And get your record expunged. The least you can do is have that shit be on your record. You know what I'm saying? And she ain't really probably gonna be out here with no real job anyway, because she's Floyd's kid. Like exactly. So what what's a record? But Floyd just, already said he got all his kids on payroll. So if I was Floyd, I would be like, okay, you know, for the next six months. 30% of your earnings is going to that little girl. The mm, so garnish her check. Got Period. Yeah. That's just what it's doing. Or you don't 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 longer work for the company. Go get it on your own. Yeah. But I'm gonna show you that every action has a reaction. Right. Even though the courts didn't show you, I have to show you because I gotta show you what life is like. Right. I'm gonna try to do it the easiest way possible. Cause I know once I'm gone, it's gonna get hard for you. But I'm gonna still show you what life's like. Yeah. And that's why not be her daddy. That bitch is be paying some money. Exactly. And that's and that's talking from someone that actually went to jail. Like he's done time. So his money didn't cure anything because he still had to go to jail for his shit. You know what I'm saying? But this, this is crazy. This is crazy. I would be so freaking pissed. So freaking pissed. If I was that girl that got stabbed. So I'm like she like. And then we all still gotta be cool and be at the damn birthday parties, talking about, hey, how you doing? Like, bitch, fuck you. Like I can't be that. And the same ever again. Fuck you. Like yeah, it'll never be that. Yeah. If that was my daughter, I don't give a fuck what I tell her to her face, you better not smile to that bitch. Right. Right, like that's one kid my kid would not know. Yeah, you better not. I'm gonna go over here and see him. He had such and such birthday party. You better not get your stupid ass up and go over there. Right. You better tell him come pick his kids up. You take his kid, 
I don't give a fuck about him taking his kids. His kids need to know that they're each other. But you better not get your happy ass up to go over there. Right. That bitch did not already stabbed you. Right. <laughs> like, like are you, st- bitch, are you stupid? That'd be the time I call my daughter a bitch. Bitch, are you stupid? Right. Like, you want her to kill you? Like, damn. You already know that bitch crazy. Man. Shit. But, yeah. Yeah. So, that's that. Um, so, I guess we're putting a bow on that. Uh, on that ongoing situation. I think that happened, like, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. And I don't think neither one of them fool with him now. He got a whole new chick. Man, shit, shit, nobody fool with this guy. No disrespect to NBA young boy, but my nigga, you're on house arrest right now because you facing some real serious shit. You just got money. If you didn't have money, nigga, we wouldn't even be discussing you right now. Right. You got a little money, got a little pool. You yeah, you would have still been locked up. And nowadays, he probably rather be locked up. Them niggas is having a gay old time. You know what I'm saying? Being locked up right now. Motherfuckers getting the hair done, rocking Gucci. Um, All sorts of weird ass shit, you know what I'm saying? They are having fashion shows. These niggas having a blast in that motherfucker. They figuring some shit out. You got to be very creative. But they figuring the shit out. I'm a blast. You sitting up in the house with nothing to do. You can't even leave the goddamn porch. Right. And them people are flying over to that house. As soon as you hit the damn line. You'll still be doing a TikTok right now, motherfucker. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. So that's that. Hopefully, hopefully she learns from this, and we don't have to hear about her ever again. Um, at least not in no negative light. Hey, there, there we go. Yeah, there we yeah. Go. That's what I want to hear. Not in a negative way. I would love to hear her blow up some type of whatever and make a mogul out of herself. Mm-hmm. Right, or turn turn this into a positive situation. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think, man, Snoop Dogg beat a murder charge. And yeah. we love Snoop Dogg. My grandma loves Snoop Dogg. Everybody loves Snoop Dogg. I don't know what he did. Hey, kept like, 100. We kind of have to do a deep dive into Snoop Dogg's career because he went from being the gangsters of the gangster to being a household name yeah and he never like sold out and i was about to say he's still a gangster snoop the reason why snoop is so popular and so famous now is a household name because snoop dogg always was snoop dogg and and, and until like what 2011 when he changed his name to snoop lion but that's because he's coming out with that reggae album which was good i bought it you know he always remains himself. The nigga that you see on TV is the nigga that you would have seen if you was just on the corner somewhere. Yeah. Like, that's what makes Snoop Dogg relevant. It, it right. ain't never been a bitch in it. Right. But he could legit do TV shows with Martha Stewart, do songs with Katy Perry and, um, what's his name, Corey Feldman. Yeah. Would never question his gangster. Because who going to tell him he can't do it? That's the right. thing. You know what I'm saying? People don't be understanding. Some motherfuckers get told they can't do something. Yeah. You can't tell Snoop Dogg what he can't do. He proved that himself. He proved he proved when, when Death Row tried to count him out, he kept it moving broke. Yeah. And then yeah. And, and then uh uh Master P gave him that light, taught him the game, 
he thanked Master P, but didn't he didn't live under Master P. He jumped up and did his own thing. And Snoop is who we uh who we know today, like you said, do shows with Martha Stewart, be around all these white folks, do whatever he want to do, and still remain a gangster. It ain't a t- a nigga can talk that shit until Snoop Dogg pull up. It, it, I'm pretty sure it's a motherfucker like Snoop Dogg can't come over here. And if Snoop Dogg hear that, he will come the fuck over there. Right. I've never heard nobody say Snoop cannot go nowhere. I remember when uh, niggas in Long Beach were saying that he had turned Hollywood and he can't come to Long Beach. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And I remember that nigga jumping real tough like, bitch ass nigga, I am Long Beach. Right. Fuck are you what you talking about? Wouldn't He's... nobody hear about you corny ass niggas if it wasn't for me? Right. Like, nobody... yeah, he set the record straight. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, all you yeah. pussy ass niggas saying that shit, I'll do a show next week. How about that? I booked that shit right now, nigga. Tell me there, I can't, I can't be here. Right, right. That that's a motherfucker that go anywhere, you know, and do anything he wants to. Like he's done family shows, he's done football shows, he's done cooking shows, he's done comedy shows, and he's done rap shows. (laughs) He done it all. No, right. And And then you think about it. How much I, I, I like uh, Snoop Dogg because I remember when he was building his compound. He built his compound in Inglewood where it was nothing but bloods around him. Because mm. he said he ain't about cripping business. He about business business. Right, period. So if them niggas can bring something to the table, let them bring something to the table because I'm not that kind. I, he said I ain't no hater bone in my body. My mama didn't raise me to be a hater. Right. Right. So I've been respecting Snoop ever since that. Yeah. He said, shit, you, you mad at me? Come get a job. Yeah. I don't gang no. I'm just because you know, he a crip to the fullest because that's what I told y'all I was. But I'm not gang banging no more, nigga. I'm a businessman. I ain't about right. crip business. I'm about business business. Right. Right. And you can't do nothing but respect that. You can't. I thought he was I thought he was hard as fuck for that because there's none of them Inglewood niggas stopping. Right. And they that not- right there was married in itself. Didn't nobody run up on him telling what he couldn't do. They was like, you know what? You show right. And this little bitch ass nigga that live in my uh, my basement need a job. Right. So, yeah, let's make it happen. Right. Right. That's, that's what's so dope about Snoop in his career. Like, he can literally do whatever he wants. Literally. He got an interview on the uh, Drink Champs. I'm a, uh, shout out to the Drink Champs. I'm going to watch it as soon as this podcast is over because I actually want to hear what he's talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know that he went on there. Um, yeah, I follow. Them, so they uh, they hit me when uh, when they doing the interview. So like, I could hop on there and watch it, or I could just wait for the full interview and then watch it. I think it was like two days ago. I'm gonna watch it. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Drink drink temps is cool. Um, it's just when they get too drunk. That's the best part. But be shout out to Dream Chess for getting motherfuckers wasted to the point where they start crying. When they start doing that, this is when I know this shit gets real. Like they get the rambling, like cause like you know what was a really good interview was that crazy bone interview, which was so crazy because he had a show that night and he got wasted. But he held it. He held it until like the end of the second Hennessy bottle and he started ramp like it sounded like he was slurring 
he wasn't necessarily rambling because the more he talked, he started to make sense. Because there was some. I, was about to say, I, I really liked his interview. Yeah, there was some point that he was making that sounded kind of off, but once he continued to talk, it was like, okay, I, I get where you're going. But you can definitely tell he was wasted. But yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, he he was he was riding, and they went through two Hennessy bottles and they were smoking. So, or he went no, he went through two Hennessy bottles by himself, and he was. Smoking. Yeah, because some niggas get on there and get wasted wasted like mm-hmm. i like those niggas yeah some niggas can hold their liquor real tough though and i know what i'm saying some of those niggas shout out to a lot of dudes on drink champs that was getting fucked up and held their liquor yeah i think i'm 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 with the audience i think they do need more ladies as far as what the audience or as a guest as guests okay i do think they need more ladies and guests because they had a couple of ladies, which yeah. were cool, but I remember Amber Rose and Faith Evans. Those are the only two women I remember. I uh, mean, they got, you got to check it out. They got Moni Love, Melissa uh, uh, oh, yeah. Ford, uh, 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 Miss Brown. Um, they got a, they got a couple more. Uh, they got a couple more ladies. I think I just think they need more ladies because now it just looked like. Uh, like, you know, just you know what I'm saying, bringing up all the uh, the OG uh, dude rappers, and I'm like, it's so many like, it's so many like females, like that were cold back then, like, yeah. you know that their whole uh, podcast is about bigging up the veterans, right, right, right. So I'm like, it's, it's still, you know what I'm saying, it's like, I don't know if they scared to get on there because they don't want to get drunk and get to saying the wrong thing because that 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 interview with Moni Love and Melissa Ford, you really got to watch. Cause them two motherfuckers, shout out to them queens, they got fucked up. Uh, <laughs> Melissa Ford, she one of them that I would not be around her if she got to drink it. She do too much. I've been mean, had to tell her to chill out. It was that bad. Yeah, you gotta watch it. Yeah. Again, shout out to Drink Champs. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not. I don't want no free promotion. This ain't no free promo. It's just something I watch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check it out. But you can tell what's so cool about theirs is um you can definitely tell when Noriega's a fan. That Man. I think that's dope. I think that's dope. Nigga. I yeah. um the last one I seen with MC Shan. Uh if y'all don't know who MC Shan is, he was a fucking dope ass lyricist of the eighties, man. Like really the reason why you heard this particular line, um, this is a story. Like that went from everybody, from Fresh Prince to LL to uh, Big Daddy Kane to KRS One to all the Big Sham came out with that bar first. Mm, okay. This is a story. All in the park, or I don't know how the bar go. I don't want to fuck it up, but that's he started that timeline. That nigga's a phenomenal artist that never got his just deserves and um uh they they had his interview and he's so much of a hood nigga he was so afraid to express his emotions every time he said something about something that he really felt in his head or in his heart his head would click on like he was a street nigga he'd be like if any nigga got a problem with what the fuck i said can meet me outside i'm not no soft ass nigga and they they, they was having to tell him like 
nah, we're we bigging you up. We respecting you. Like we want you to say how you feel. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. but, but that's how much trained he was because he didn't get a dollar from being a rapper. He started making money. He uh, what a lot of people don't know is he produced and for I, y'all gotta watch the show. I'm not, and now I'm just talking about an interview that got nothing to do with us. <laughs> but it was a good interview, and like you said, you could tell um, he, uh, Noriega was a fan because Noriega knew shit that I didn't even know. I was like, damn, but that's that's being in New York. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, being there, being a part of that, he knew shit, and I was like, damn, I didn't know about uh, that about MC Shan, but I knew who MC Shan was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard the name. I saw um, clips and stuff online. I ain't watched the clips, but I saw that he was like their latest interview, and so I know the name, but I don't know anything about him. So, right, yeah. But, yeah, but that, watch. You want yeah. me to watch it? You uh, you already like what he did for the game, like as far as hip hop, mm-hmm. especially because it's gonna be a it's, it's a, a, a Easter egg in that motherfucker. When you find that out, you're gonna be like, "Nigga, what?" Yeah, yeah. Well, wait, well, wait till you watch it. You're gonna be like, "Damn, I did." Nobody in the world knew this, mm-hmm. and this was it, it was because of MC Shan is the reason why you're gonna hear about this. Okay, okay. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out because I I think Crazy Bone was probably the last interview I watched of theirs because I used to watch every uh episode, but I stopped. I watch a lot of time. I like the episodes when Nas or I mean not Nas. Um, uh, sorry, Nas. Uh, Noriega. Um, it's stupid drunk where he say the same thing over and over again. That should be fucking me up because I'll be like, damn, ain't nobody told him like stop asking that shit. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, so you, 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 uh, 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 so, uh, um, uh, when you was, when you was making this album, how did you feel about the Yala? And then we'd get into some whole other shit and, and it'd be like 30 minutes in and he'd be like, okay, 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 okay. So this album, this album, this classic album, you know, he was beefing with the Yala. Like what was going on with that? Like he was saying, <laughs> He like want to get <laughs> right. He want to get, get the deep, deep information. Like, stop asking the same question with your drunk ass. Like, he's not gonna tell you no more. Right. He kind of did that with Crazy Bone, like, cause they were going left quite a bit, and then he would try to bring it back. And but he, but what I also like is that he did his research too. So he yeah. went off of notes, and then he was also a fan. So there was stuff that he remembered too, you know. And they was coming up around the same time. Like Noriega was first, but uh yeah, they was they was like big around the same time. So yeah. I I like Noriega and shout out to Noriega and uh DJ FN. Like I like that they know their music. Like it's one thing to be like uh a veteran rapper, but it's another thing to be a veteran rapper, but also be a historian of music. Like, mm-hmm. like even speaking of uh a crazy bone. It was shit he knew about them because he was just a uh, he was a hip hop head that that <coughs> that was really in tune with what the music was. You know what I'm saying? What the music was uh, was going on? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he he was. I, I really like that about Noriega. I'd be like, damn, well, like he really be doing like with South niggas, Midwest niggas. Like, it's it, when you could tell when you could tell when he really really a fan. Yeah. Yeah, that nigga bring up some shit that 
them niggas been forgot. Right. Right. And you know, and that's why um back in the day, I used to like watching the same people when they would go to New York and do an interview with the Breakfast Club and then turn around and do an interview with Hot 97. Because they would be promoting the same thing, but the Breakfast Club would get into the salacious shit, but Hot 97 would be trying to talk about the music and history and all that kind of stuff. So it was like, you're getting two totally different things, even though, you know, they're there for the same reason. You know, so. And it's kind of, it's kind of like all that put together in one when they go to the drink champs. It's a whole crazy shit. Yeah. Oh, it's a couple of it's a couple you gotta watch. I know that you would love to watch. I'm a I'm a send I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, text you a couple of them that I know you'd be like, oh yeah, she she gonna definitely watch that. Yeah. Like what's that one uh that uh dude that was on Love and Hip Hop that uh the podcast dude uh uh light skin gay guy Lee Scott is that it? A light-skinned gay guy? Yeah. That was on a podcast? He was on, like, Love & Hip Hop. Which Love & Hip Hop? Uh, I don't know. if What was it? L.A.? Um, There was a light-skinned gay guy that was on on Love & Hip Hop Hollywood. Um, What's his name? Sir Brock? Is it Sir Brock? No, I... I look it up. It's like a... I'm I'm gonna look it up and send, but his interview because he had a, a podcast with Melissa Ford. Um, oh no, he's not tall. You talking about Jason Lee? Jason Lee. There yeah. you go. Oh, I um, said Jason Scott. I knew it was it was something. Uh, yeah, he. Like, yeah, his, his interview was hard. Yeah, that's what I that's what I understand. He um, yeah, his is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. His podcast. Yeah. And yeah, she was on there at a point, and I heard that he talks about what happened between them. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna tell you. Look, hey, audience, we're just talking to ourselves right now, and it, we we yeah. took a smooth left, and then we like put the park button up. Uh, right. <laughs> hey, so check this out. Watch the Melissa Ford interview first, and then watch his interview because she talks about some shit, and then he explains it. Mm, okay, gotcha. Yeah, because I, I just knew that, because um, I used to watch Hollywood Unlocked, and I knew that she had uh, she had a really bad car wreck, and she was gone for a while. Yeah. And then she came back, and then she wasn't back long before she left again. And then next thing you know, um, Omarion's baby mama was on there. And that didn't last long either. And she, she, was, she was trash. Oh, God, she was trash. But anyway. But yeah, I'm gonna have to do that. So that's uh, yeah, free puppy for drink champs. <laughs> right. that's what I'm talking about boy. I had to put his name up under here, like man. I don't. Right. We just we just talked like 15 minutes about you. Lisa right. you was uh, you know, shout out to us one time. Right, right, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put them in the description. But um, right now, so we have the fucked up song of the week. And yeah, baby. That comes to us by Miss Jasmine Sullivan, and it's off of her last album, um, Hotels. And it's actually on the um, deluxe version of Hotels. And this song is called Tragic, so you know how we do. We're going to play a little bit and then come back. 
So I, on, on behalf of all men, I apologize before this song gets played. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. <clears throat> Shout out to Tragic. Hey. Uh, listen, like I said, man, I apologize to every man before uh, this song played. The song is a motherfucking hit, man. Yeah. I, first time I've ever heard of the song is when you sent it to me. And I've been playing this motherfucker since Thursday. Really? That's funny. I like the song. Yeah. I really do yeah. like the song. It's a good song. Like, I had heard the song a while ago. But I didn't know what she was talking about. I the the reclaiming my time just caught me. And so I was at work and we ended up talking about Jasmine Sullivan for some reason. And my uh co-worker, shout out to Kim. She told me about this song and she and she explained it as it's a fucked up song. And I was like, you know what? I've been needing to look up fucked up songs for the podcast. Let me go. Look this up. I read the lyrics and listened to the song. I said, "Oh yeah, absolutely, we're using this one." Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> so. the first time I heard it, I'm like, "Um, you know, you know, you gotta, you gotta vibe to the words." Like, you know, I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm listening. I'm like, and then it when your dick is chat, I was like, "Whoa, oh shit!" Like, right. You know, fucked up songs come in all different shapes and sizes. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, Jasmine Sullivan for uh, for being like fully aware that she can make a song like that. Yeah. Um, did we ever go over when she uh, she posed a question? It was either right before or right after Hotels dropped. And she posed a question on Instagram and the answer she got, she was not expecting. Did we ever go over those? No. I took a whole bunch of screenshots of those. They were crazy. You have to talk about that on the later interview. Uh, yeah. Later in the show. Yeah. Because they were crazy. Um. So, yeah. So, the intro is by Miss Maxine Waters. <clears throat> says what he failed to tell you was when you're on my time I can reclaim it reclaiming my time reclaiming my time reclaiming my time which became such a huge thing when that happened I've never heard nobody say reclaiming my time but like somebody made a gospel version of that phrase and everything that was huge so anyway verse one why do you be looking for me to do all the work? I'm so tired of coming through. You never put me first. But I guide you like I'm on a four-wheeler. Yeah, I ride you like I'm at the car dealer. Pacify you, but I'm paying the cost. Now I'm done pretending that you're getting me off. When you're, when your dick is tragic... <laughs> You was lying when they told you you was all that. Oh, who was lying when they told you when they when they told you you was all that? Excuse me. And we had it. 
just another good laugh in our group chat. Just another, just another. Reclaim, 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 reclaiming my time. Reclaim, 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 reclaiming my time. Okay, so what do you think of the first verse and chorus? <laughs> uh, first verse and chorus. Uh, <clears throat> I just really, uh, like, I think she really um basically was saying that, like, you know, you have to provide something more than this dick because this dick ain't all that. Like, it's like, I'm pacifying you. I'm doing all this. You motherfuckers saying you the shit, motherfuckers. Who the fuck is saying this shit? Because you ain't nothing but mediocre dick and 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 a, and a, a time waster. Mm-hmm. Hey, and it's and it's crazy because you know them type of niggas is the niggas that talk crazy to their bitches. <laughs> like, how dare you? Right. How no. dare you? So yeah, I just I I think she was uh I think she was uh putting the rope around his neck uh, for the second verse. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think? Um I think she 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 told um some secrets. I don't know if they were secret secrets, but we do be laughing about that shit in group chats. I'm not even going for it. Yeah, we've been knowing. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't know if that's a secret secret. But, I mean, I don't tell nobody that that's what we do until just now. We've been knowing that. Why the fuck you think, you know, we came up with the phrase of, you know, a motherfucking bitch can say my dick little, I still fuck. She can't take that fuck away. We've been knowing y'all talk about it. True. True. But it's just, but it's, it's the... Who told you otherwise for me? That's where I that's where I'd be lost at. It and it's not even necessarily your performance. It's when you send unsolicited pictures. And for one, then nobody asked for it. For two, it's not something that you would want to just tell the world or show the world. So I that's where I'd be lost at. Like, why are you why are you showing me this? Yeah, I've never sent an uh, unsolicited dick pic, but if you ask for one, I'm saying Yeah. I mean if you ask for one, that's one thing. But if it's unsolicited and you send it, and then it's like nothing that you should be like writing home about. It's like, okay, what are we doing? Niggas don't, you know what? Niggas don't care no more. I've realized that niggas don't give a fuck about what's up, what's up, family. <laughs> uh, niggas don't be giving a fuck about what a bitch say about their dick no more, as long as they get the fuck. Like, we've seen this shit happen so many times now. But this is the thing because they send them unsolicited prior to. So, like, that's not gonna, it's not gonna sway you one way or another. When some motherfuckers, some motherfuckers get lied to. Like, if a girl really like you, she'll lie to you. 
I'm I don't know what to say. When I get out you done lied to plenty niggas. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you and be like, oh my god, like you're not gonna get no no eyes bulging out of my face. Like that's not gonna happen. I just I feel awkward because I don't know what I don't know what you want me to say. So I just say I say something. I know I did. <laughs> I did tell this one person it was cute. <laughs> I was about to say, like, these are the listen, man, these are the flaws. And, <laughs> and, and, and she, this is when you know you need to stop sending dick pics. If a motherfucker say, Oh, that's cute, don't never ever send another dick pic. If a motherfucker call your dick pretty, never ever send another dick pic. Oh god. <clears throat> I promise you, if a motherfucker say, "Oh, that's pretty," or you got, <laughs> hey, don't do that. Right. Don't, never send another dick pic. So Deron says, "I have never sent a dick pic in my life." Too old school. Stay that way. That's cool. Listen, my dick been on the internet probably since two thousand and two. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm a part of that vibe. All right. I mean, I just. But I've never sent a dick pic without them asking for a dick pic. See, that's that's different. Like, if you ask for it and you send it, then that's just what it is. But if I'm asking you, how is the weather on your side of town, and you reply with a dick pic, like, right. what am I going to do with this? Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Like, sun's out the wind a little stiff. Like, what? Nigga? <laughs> Right. When it leans a little to the left, that's what I know about the rain. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, D. For real. Like, like ever since um um they came out with uh cameras on your phone, nigga. <laughs> now, I'm not gonna act like that. I was I was young when that shit came into full effect. So we was doing the most. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. If somebody asks for it and you oblige, that's one thing. But I I just felt awkward because I don't know what you want me to say. And then some people be like sending stuff. It's it's too much going on in the picture, and and it's just like like the ones the ones that be sending them with their feet in the picture. It's just like. So I guess you just not gonna proof this picture first before you send it out. Like I don't look at your toes. Like uh uh Deron says if a chick asks for a pick, then they'll just meet up, give her a proper introduction. Got yeah, it. yeah, that, that sounds good. Listen, I'm not I, first of all, if you don't send dick pics, that's fine. Like more power to you, my brother. At the same time. I'm not going to act like, you know, uh, motherfuckers don't be uh, auditioning. Like, motherfuckers audition, they dick. They, you know what I'm saying? I audition my, if a girl told me my dick was little, I would never send another dick pic. So, said, oh, that's cute. I would have never sent another dick pic. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, feet be in the pig, and it's just like, okay. I done put my feet in a dick pic before, but that was because I was laying down. 
Yeah, like the person be laying down and take the picture, but it's it's just them just taking the picture. Like they not paying attention to what else is in the picture. Cause like you'll take a picture and then it'd be like a a freaking uh, compilation album commercial on TV for some gospel compilation. And it's like you're sending a dick pic and you got um rough side of the mountain playing in the background. <laughs> hey, you hey, to be fair, you don't never know when your dick gonna get hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> to be honestly fair, as a man, and I know all the men that is listening to me can agree to this. You don't never know when your dick gonna get hard, man. Sometimes your dick get hard, and you be like, "What the fuck are you hard for?" Like, what do you notice, boy? Like, what right. are you sniffing the fuck out? Right, like, uh, I, 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 it ain't for me. Listen. So Deron says, "No judgment, though, to each their own." Exactly. Then he says, "Niggas be sending dick pics while on the toilet stool." Them niggas nasty. I ain't never did that. I ain't never received one of those. That person would get blocked immediately. <laughs> like, we're not going to play this game. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, when I was younger, I used to uh, I used to um, send dick pics. Like, I would, like, um, like uh, be, like, with a water bottle. Like, you know, I would be, you know what I'm saying, I, matching it up. Yeah. Now, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because, I mean, you can send a pic, but you can't really tell how big or small it is. And, I, and I'm and i assuming that's the point of sending one, or at least one of the points. So, yeah. Yeah, I didn't did that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Um, But, yeah, so verse two. <clears throat> you be talking all that mess and still can't back it up. Good loving is more than fucking sex just ain't enough. Um, can you turn me on with no penetration? Engine running, but don't leave out the station. <clears throat> you be fumbling, get into the end zone. You drowning, baby, because you ain't got no strokes. And in the chorus. And then the bridge. Oh, how come you can't catch my flow while you moving? Why you moving way too fast? Could have did this on my own if I knew it'd be this bad. Now it is so damn hard for you to do your part. Would have did this on my own. Could have saved my ass at home. Oof. Yeah. She went hard on that one. Yeah. <laughs> she went yeah. hard. So, <clears throat> what are your thoughts of Jasmine Sullivan's tragic? Like I told you, the the um, the first verse was her tying the rope around a nigga neck, and then the second verse was her uh, kicking away the chair, and then that bridge was her just watching him choke himself to death. Uh, D, the song is called "Tragic" by Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, I just I just think we as men, regardless of your dick is big or small, man. You got to start, um, like, mentally getting women uh, aroused by you. I think the whole issue is a lot of us, 
because I can't lie. Like, you know, in my in my younger days and uh, before I was in a relationship, a lot of things was just physical to me. And uh, we as men, like, we have to understand that sometimes, you know, that doesn't work with every woman. Like, you got to be versatile. Some women like that shit. Other women like to know what you do, even if it's just sitting at home reading a book. They want to know what book you read. Like, you have to be, like, um, completely aware of yourself in order for you to, like, start talking to uh, a lot of women because a lot of women aren't just for the sex. A lot of women just want to, like, actually know where you're at mentally in life so they can actually choose you. Like, it's a woman right now with the best pussy in the world, and it's a nigga that fucked up because what he did was when she was like, hey, good morning, how you doing? The nigga sent a dick pic was like, nothing, just woke up, got this morning wood. Like, and you just fucked up the best pussy you would have ever possibly had. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think that folks really realize that that point. Because <clears throat> it should like you I mean you can get sex. Like that's not that's not what it what your main goal is at a certain point. You know. So and then sometimes it ain't it ain't something that just be on your mind or even be worth it you know you be looking you be looking for something else or something more meaningful and stuff like that you don't even want to waste your time on somebody and then it's like it's a lot that that you have to deal with when you have sex with someone so it don't even be worth it sometimes um deron says a lot of women want their mind fucked long before their body is yeah yeah, I get that. Yeah, but it, but not even. I mean, what I'm talking about ain't even about fucking period. Mine right. or, you know what I'm saying? It's just because, like, all that, all that can be fixed. Like, if you, if you get somebody that you really bobbing with and everything's great and stuff like that, and then when you smash and and it's not up to your standards, that can be fixed. You know what I'm saying? That can be fixed. So, yeah. <clears throat> I just think it's uh, for. Um, I think we as men need to know um, what actually stimulates the the woman or the women that we're trying to connect with. Like, you just got to figure out what stimulates them beyond the bedroom. Yeah, because like, so many men are so lazy or just don't give a fuck to even try to find out. Yeah, I think that's one of the, and and you and you one hundred percent right. It's time. Sometimes I catch myself because I don't like to do a lot of things, and I'm a homebody, and um, my girl's not like that. And I, I I start to have to realize, like, you know, uh, occasionally I'm gonna have to go out and, and do some shit, and occasionally I don't have to go nowhere, but I have to encourage her to go out and and stimulate her mind for real. Mm-hmm. It's like you you. You gotta learn how you you gotta learn how to like uh, appease every part of a woman's appetite. Same thing with men. You have to learn as a woman. You should learn to appease every part of your man's appetite or the man you deal with. You know you can deal with. Well, I'm not telling nobody you gotta be with one person or nothing. You can have five motherfuckers you fuck with. You gotta learn what stimulates them outside of the bedroom. Right. Right. That's that's what's gonna truly, you know, separate you from a motherfucker that they do group chat about. 
Right. And you it's, a nigga that, it's a nigga that fucked every last one of them bitches in that group chat, and they don't speak on him. Because that nigga right. good. Yeah. That nigga right. good to them. When he called, he showed up to show out. This nigga did some witness. This, this nigga bought my son his first pair of fucking uh, Jordans for his first day of school. I ain't never going to talk bad about this nigga. Yeah. That nigga right. helped me pay a motherfucking uh, my goddamn uh, car note. I was about to get my shit took. And other than that, that nigga just come and just hang out. That nigga be hanging out with my brother and shit. Well, don't want nothing. Get some yeah. pussy every now and then. Because I know it's available. Right, right. And those are those are the type of relationships that you can you can put more weight on. When they just, at least for me, when they just come and hang out, like it ain't even on no I'm trying to fuck type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like when you just hang out with a person. Yeah, them so, niggas get. Listen, I was a hangout nigga. I got more pussy than some of these niggas be bragging about. I'm just a nigga to hang out. We ain't gotta be on that extra shit. You throw that pussy at me before I try to throw this dick. <laughs> Not throw this dick. <laughs> I throw. Don't get it wrong, nigga. I I breath hard this shit with fourth the hell long. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. that's no here nor there because I'm in a relationship now. So I don't yeah. do that shit like that. Right. But that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like, don't get it. I ain't never gonna act like shit. I wasn't a nigga out here that was fucking lightweight a whore. Yeah. But I, I knew how to collect myself right. I I wouldn't known in the city like that. The women I know and I love, they respect me because you know what I'm saying? I, I never disrespected them. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> right, right. And that's part of it too, like. I mean, you can do what you do or whatever, but you ain't got to be disrespectful about it. Even when the shit don't turn out um, to your liking, yeah, you ain't got to be disrespectful. So, just go ahead and move on amicably. So, or however you say that word. I think that was the correct way. I ain't even going to act like I be saying it right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, but yeah. But yeah, so that was Jasmine Sullivan's tragic. Um, <clears throat> so, you have any Jerry's final thoughts for us? Um, yeah, yeah. Let me do this. Let me speak on what we was doing earlier about young Christian. Um, and I ain't gonna. I'm not uh, gonna talk about him in any way, shape, or form. Not gonna do that. I'm just saying, in the case scenario, I need all of us as a people to understand that if we're gonna back somebody, we're just gonna back them. We're not gonna go through uh, what somebody said, what somebody done, uh, how they past used to be, or none of that. We just gonna back them, and you have every right to back them. At the same time, I say that I say this. The people that don't have every right to do that to you have to in order for us to move forward as a community and as people as uh, as people of color we need to learn to agree and disagree with one another because that's the only way we're going to really connect on some real shit and i really want y'all to think about that like let's stop making it a, always an issue between black folks when it comes to 
a fucking uh, situation where everybody knows about it. Like, let's not start <laughs> intertwining. Let's just the people who gonna do it, let them do it. The people who ain't, let them not. But continue to be who you is and pose for. Continue to protest. Continue to do what you gotta do. Fight for what you believe in. Because a nigga that doesn't believe in what you're fighting for still might believe in you. Like, I know that probably was over a lot of niggas' heads, but really think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you're fighting for, a nigga might not agree with that, but a nigga agrees with you, so he'll fight for you. So, like, do that. This, this, Let's learn how to, like, intertwine ourselves in a, and, and really humbly agree to disagree. Okay. I can get with that. Because <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with disagreeing. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with disagreeing. Especially you can have your five percenters that's going to go to back for this. And at the same time, you can have your, you can, you can have your black women say, nah, I'm cool. Yeah. And, it, and it's okay. And exactly. That is fucking fine. Yeah. I, I'm still going to call you a queen. I'm still going to open doors. If you call me, I still, I, I'm still going to have your back. Because when we do agree with some shit, we move mountains. Yeah. Yeah. But this one just, for me, this one just got to chop it up to the game. I'm good. (laughs) So. But yeah. So this is the issue we talk, episode 42. So we will see you guys on episode 43. Exactly.